What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Spiritual Fitness Podcast. My name is Rashid Terry. I'm so thankful and grateful that you're choosing to listen to this podcast today because this is all about training your mind, your body, and your soul to submit to the spirit of the living God. Yes, God is living. He is active in the world. He is not dead. He is all powerful. He is all knowing. And God is everywhere at once. And this spiritual fitness will encompass spiritual methods given from biblical texts, as well as devotionals to encourage, motivate and challenge believers of Jesus Christ to walk in agreement with the word of God. Look here, the Bible says, turn at my rebuke. Surely I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you. I'm praying that today is the day that God will make his word known to you and that he will convict you by his spirit to turn back to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, I got a confession to make today. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty deep confession. But I want to tell you today that I love Jesus. Hallelujah. I love him. And I decided not only to make him my Lord, but my personal savior and my master. I know y'all probably saying, ah, oh, good for you. Good for you. That's good. You, you found spirituality. No, man, look, I want you to understand I've never seen him. I have only an idea what he looks like, but I'm not 100 percent. I know. I know that he had a beard. <laughs> I know that he has hair like wool. I know that he has piercings in his feet and his hands and and that he has a pierce on the side. I know that. But I've never seen him. I've never even heard his natural voice. But guess what? He found me when I was a lost soul. Look, Jesus said in Luke chapter five, verse 31 and 32, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Look, my confession is that I was a wretched sinner. Not only was I a sinner, but I practiced it. I loved it until I was sick of myself. But I kept doing what I didn't want to do in hopes of being able to satisfy myself. I attempted suicide twice because I just couldn't figure it out. I was a nice guy in the public eye. I was good to my family when I wasn't out doing dirt. I had integrity. As long as someone important wasn't watching. Look, I was sick. I tried to free myself of guilt and shame for everything I've done, but had no idea how to gauge how effective it was. When people told me I needed Jesus, I was like, God knows my heart. I was like, no one can judge me but God. He wouldn't send me to hell if he loves me. Well, I was partially right because God doesn't send anyone to hell. You see, when Jesus said those who are well have no need for a physician, he was talking about me. Because I didn't feel like I needed him. I didn't feel like I needed him at all. 
I thought I could treat myself. I thought I could be my own physician. How many times have you been sick? And you know you need to go to the doctor. You know you need to go to the hospital, but you didn't go because you said, ah, I'll figure this out. That's who Jesus is talking about there. You see, I was lost, broken, needed help, but had no clue what I was doing. And even if I did, how could I gauge my righteousness? The Bible says none is righteous. No, not one. In other words, there is no one who always does what is right. Why am I telling you this? Because the sum total of all my experiences in life and all the sin I trusted in, I realized I was deceived. I truly needed Jesus. <laughs> I found out that the devil is such a prolific liar that he even makes things sound true that aren't. He's really good at lying. He's the father of lies. He's, he was able to deceive one third of the angels in heaven. Wow. Look, he does this by betting on the fact that we don't know God. And the only way to know God is through his son, Jesus. When I was drowning deep in sin, partying, committing adultery, being a drunkard, being sexually immoral, being a liar, a thief, a cheat, amongst all the other things, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God that reveals truth, convicted me and showed me that I had committed evil towards God and made myself his enemy by turning away from him. Man. Then the Holy Spirit showed me how the devil tricked me into thinking I wouldn't go to hell for my transgression. He deceived me into thinking if I killed myself, everyone would mourn me and miss me and I would be remembered and I would watch over them from heaven. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was a lie. The devil is a liar and the father of lies and his goal is to steal, kill, and to destroy everyone. Even those who think they are serving him, he is using them and ultimately is going to destroy them if they do not repent and turn away from evil. I want to tell you today that Jesus is food in a starving world. Everyone is seeking life in different things only to find destruction, chaos, and disappointment. Your soul is yearning for God. Uh, how do I know? <laughs> because God created every one of us and dealt each of us the measure of faith. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 16, verse 26, this is in the Passion Translation, for even if you were to gain all the wealth and power of this world at the cost of your own life, what good would that be? And what could more what could be more valuable to you than your own soul? Jesus is food for your soul. John 6, 33 through 35 says, for the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. 
They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to read this for you in the Passion Translation. Jesus said, The bread of God is the one who came out of heaven to give his life to feed the world. Woo. Then he said, I am the bread of life. Come every day to me and you will never be hungry. Ha, ah, glory to God. Believe in me and you will never be thirsty. Woo. Jesus is true food and a world starving to find life in everything but him. God has gone through great lengths to reach you. Yes, you who's listening. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Look, you may be living a lifestyle similar to what I was living. You may be conforming to some things that you know are just wrong. You may have even been cursed. You may have even cursed God because you felt he didn't do something you thought he should have done for you. But I'm here to tell you, Jesus did not come into the world to condemn the world, but that through him, the world might be saved. Glory to God. Are you saved? If you died right now in your current condition, or if Jesus came back to get his church, the body of Christ, would you be taken up? Would you be taken up with him for him to say, well done, my good and faithful servant? Well, this is no time to play around with your soul. Had I been successful at my suicide attempts, I would be in hell awaiting judgment to be tossed in a lake of fire. Look, the Bible says in Revelation chapter 20, verse 13 through 15, death and the underworld gave up their dead and were all judged according to what they had done. The death and the realm of the dead were cast into the lake of fire for the lake of fire is the second death. And anyone whose name was not recorded in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. This is an invitation to you who's listening to become part of what God has made available for anyone who believes in Jesus. That those who are saved from an eternity, separated from God, will become followers of Jesus and tell the world that Jesus is Lord and become his witness to the ends of the earth. Jesus saved a wretch like me. And I want to tell you that Jesus knew no sin and was blameless and perfect yet he became sin for us that he would be made that we would be made the righteousness of God in him look y'all God turned his back on Jesus for the first and only time Jesus was separated from the father but he did it so that you and I could come out of sin 
and turn to God. Jesus was beaten. He was crucified and nailed to the cross and shed his holy blood, not only to pay the debt for our sins, but to erase our sins from our ledger and write our names in the book of life. And God shows his faithfulness of this promise when he raised Jesus from the dead. <laughs> Jesus is alive right now, seated at the right hand of God, the father praying for us 24 seven. In fact, the Bible says now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you blameless and faultless before his presence with exceeding joy. So that makes Jesus our advocate. When you slip up, even after you're born again, Jesus says, Father, he belongs to me. But Jesus is going to give you what you need and enable you to be able to turn from temptation, to turn from those sinful acts. But you have to make a choice. Glory to God. I'm going to go back to that word because this is what this is the choice you have to make. This is the choice you have to make right here. Glory to God. He says, I am the bread of life. Come every day to me. I want you to get that. You have to come every day to Jesus. This is not something when you accept Christ as Savior, you just, all right, that's it. Let me go back to do what I'm doing. No, this is a new life he's giving you. You were literally, if you died, you would go to hell. But because you accepted Christ as Savior, you become part of his inheritance and have a promise of eternity. And all he wants from you is your obedience. He says, if you love me, you will obey my commands. Glory to God. Jesus wants us to become his witnesses to the ends of the earth. He wants us to be followers of him. And I want to tell you that Jesus, again, he knew no sin. He was blameless and perfect, yet he became sin for us that we would be made the righteousness of God in him. Glory to God. The Bible says after he died and was raised from the dead, that he sent a comforter. The same spirit that's convicting you right now to repent. He sent that spirit as evidence of you being born again. And that spirit is your ticket to the kingdom of God. Ooh, glory to God. And it gives you access to the fruit of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, goodness, kindness, patience, long suffering. Glory to God. He gives you that. And then he gives you the gifts of the spirit. I can't even tell you what the gifts are. There's so many gifts. The, the, one, the one that God chooses to give you or the few that God chooses to give you, that's for you to use to be a witness for Jesus. He doesn't give you gifts so you can be a magician. He doesn't give you gifts so that you can do parlor tricks. No, he gives you gifts so that you can become a witness for Jesus as you follow him. Glory to God. What a sacrifice. Look, the work is done for you. But if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, 
you will be saved. I want to extend this invitation to you. If you have not been saved, if you've not been born again, this is not a time to play around with your soul. If you can say right now, if I died right now, I know I'm going to hell. This is your time right now to repeat after me. Father in heaven, repeat after me. Father in heaven, come on, say it. Say it with me. Father in heaven, I know I was a born sinner. But I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. I believe he suffered, bled and died on the cross for my sins. And I believe that on the third day, you raised him from the dead. I now repent of all my sins. Forgive me, Lord, for what I've done to myself and what I've done to others. Jesus, come into my heart and make me the person you want me to be. Save my soul, Jesus. Help me to be a witness for you. And I receive you by faith to be my Lord, my Savior, and my Master. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen and amen. Glory to God. I want to welcome you to the body of Christ. This is no thing to take lightly. God has sought you out. And because you chose to obey his voice, you have gained eternal life and you are born again in the spirit of God. And this is your opportunity now to practice what you believe. I want you to go to your local church. I want you to sit under some Bible teaching and preaching, and I want you to learn of Jesus. And for right now, I, if you don't have if you have a Bible, if you have the Bible app or if you have a physical Bible, I want you to read the book of John. I want you to read the book of John all the way through. But it doesn't matter if you read for five minutes at a time, an hour or three minutes, whatever, whatever time you read it. Every time you read it, I want you to pray and I want you to ask God to reveal to you. What that word that you read meant. God said that he will pour his spirit out on you and he will reveal his word to you. He will make it known to you. But you have to participate. I love you guys with the love of the Lord. I pray that this word has reached you. I pray that it has blessed you. And if it did, I want you to partner with me. I want you to share this podcast with as many people as you can. This is your first. This is your first opportunity to share Christ with someone without actually sharing Christ with someone, but you can share this, this podcast with them in, in hopes that they will get the same thing you just got, which is eternal life in Christ Jesus and your name written in the Lamb book of life. I love you guys with the love of the Lord. God bless you. And I'll see you guys next time.